Hey, this is Doug Stanhope, and you're listening to the Master Bastard Podcast, live from wherever the fuck you are. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Master Bastard Podcast. Little angel kisses right here, Chase. Little, little smooches right on your cheek. How's that feel? My name's Sterling. Yeah, I have Dackle here. So Chase with Ramsang. You guys want to give each other little, little tiny little angel kisses on each other's cheeks? It'll taste like clam. <laughs> you, know what make, you know what makes me sad right now? Go on. Fucking forgot crapsmas this year. I was gonna oh. remind you guys, but I didn't send the email to until That's yesterday. Right. Yeah. So I was gonna, I was gonna remind this time. We'll do it Shit. next time. I would, I would have made a, a special trip there today. Well, I, I didn't want to push you guys on one day. It was my fault for sending the email with all of our amazing content it, planned in advance. It's that time of year, man. Five dollar bonanza. Crap I still have an unopened thing of Vita fucking uh, cleaning liquid in my fucking bathroom. Mm. <laughs> Fabuloso. <laughs> Fabuloso. That's just the bomb, bro. Really I well hear it's either. very pretty though. I feel bad cracking it open. It's mm. like it looks like a looks like a children's drink. We mm. use it. Just don't combine it with bleach. Like a tin of beef stew. Don't combine anything with bleach that is yeah. a fucking cleaning product. Vodka. <laughs> Ever. Oh, okay. It's cleaning product. Good advice. Yeah, or vodka. Don't want to do that neither. I do most of my uh, food shopping at the dollar store. You know, it's not a bad place to go for it. You, at least you know what you're getting. Get a can of mackerel <laughs> for a dollar. Sometimes it's really not that good of a deal. What they're selling for a dollar is really kind of worth a dollar. Yep. But, like, you, you know, anything Chef Boyardee? Yeah, that's a bucket Safeway. Yeah. So, it's just you get it expired. That's the deal. Delicious. <laughs> it's the deal. Well, aged. Pay the same. Aged. Not Dented expired. can that uh, you know seventeen children have handled. Fucking <laughs> playing soccer in the patient wilds. zero touched it <laughs> at some point in the last twenty four hours. Mm, it's nice and swollen. Hell yeah. Ah, nothing better than foamy ravioli. Uh, channel men. As we do, almost. Oh wait, I didn't sign the jingle for it. Uh, God, it's a forty it? race here with with Ram Tank. Another, uh, another race of forty. It's called. There's the jingle, ladies and gentlemen. As we do almost every week. We drink a shot of absinthe because it's terrible. We're bad people and deserve to be punished. Here's the jingle. Jingle absinthe going to be a tie between you two. Drink your ab. So. Gentlemen. Cheers, Muffin. Mm. <sighs> oh, no. The NyQuil's oh. gone bad! And it is NyQuil. And it's NyQuil. That's what it is. The only thing that really cuts it is clam. It doesn't even <laughs> cut it. Budweiser. Clamato. You're an asshole. That made my temporary uh, crown sting. <laughs> oh, you still are rocking the temp? Fuck yeah, it's three weeks to get that new three crown weeks? made. Because it's made out of gold! Boom, bling! That should be way quicker. If it has to get milled, that's your problem. Nah, it's porcelain or some shit. I don't know. That'd be great to go gold. It fucking lasts a lot longer, man, than gold. Gold is better, right? Gold, gold is kind of better. Gold better. dents and fucking, mo- and like, is malleable. Porcelain chips though. breaks. So yeah, I don't know. It's a sign of, you know... Classiness. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want gold in my mouth. People that I've ever met that had a gold tooth. Uh, Waitresses, um, bartenders, drug dealers. My mom got one. Drug dealers. Uh, She got one and she was uh, talked about the options, and the the dentist strip told her gold is really the best material that we use to make teeth. Bling bling! Just because it doesn't doesn't react with anything. And it just, it lasts fucking Mm. forever. Like, it lasts a very long time. It doesn't wear like everything else does. Oh. And you don't have to worry about color matching it either. Like I wonder, is what it is. Bling. <laughs> I wonder what the amount of gold that they were. Well, you know, and then I don't want to bring it up because it's awful. But like, how much gold the Nazis were able Dude, to get? Dude, have been to the Holocaust off Museum? Of, off of the the Jewish population that they killed. Yeah, did you go to the Holocaust uh, Museum ever? No. They have rooms of that shit, like little trinkets and pieces of gold yeah. and teeth and gold teeth. Everything just piles of them. One of the things you get at, when you go to the Holocaust Museum is they give you a tooth? gold tooth. No, oh. they give you a uh, they give you a card. <laughs> they give you a card, and um, you fucking it's, it has someone's story. And as you go to the different areas, you sort of learn at 
that juncture that, of the thing you're looking at, what their interaction with it was. And then at the end, it, all the people that you have cards, their shoes are in a room. Oh, wow. And it's just this giant pyramid yeah. of, of, of leather shoes right. that's sitting ah. in there. Just to remind you that that's your Time white photos. somewhere in the park. Imagine the difference it would look like if it happened today. All the... It would be documented like crazy. Well, no, I mean the difference in shoes. Oh, yeah, just Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking just straight up like street kicks. No. Lots of loafers. Certain parts of the world are probably kind of the same. Yeah. All those handmade beautiful shoes. But that was, you, you know, know, the heart of Europe. Yeah. So it's not like the, that was Where you had to the most prosperous part of the world at the time. Adidas. Where you had to see a cobbler on a yearly basis probably. Mm-hmm. I have a PS. I have a PSA. You guys want? I thought you just said I have a penis. (laughs) What's your PSA? Uh, It's more cultural than anything. Uh, Monet is going on right now at the Denver Museum. Art Museum. One of the leading impressionists. Is it Leonardo at the uh, History Museum? Also, I think Leonardo's at the History Museum too. Hmm. Yeah, I went and saw Van Gogh, and now I'm going to go see Monet. Yeah, so I went to the Van Gogh as well. Um, that Van Gogh was amazing, dude. It was good. It's I've cool. never felt like that. Pinky out when we're talking about it. I've not seen a lot of Van Gogh. There was one one haunting picture that he had, and it was of a couple in a forest, and you're looking at it, and the closer you get to the to seeing the painting, it looks like they're looking at you. But the farther away you get, it's like they're they're walking away. It's just the most incredible visual um, illusion that you get. And I don't know if he was even going for it. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, it's called Van Coming or Going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but guys, you guys have been to the Louvre, haven't you? Both of you? No, yeah. I've never been to Paris. Oh, buddy. You, oh, I thought you went with him on the I have, trip. I have. I was there. They got this great churro stand. Isn't uh, the Mona Lisa like... Titanitan? Yeah, it's a little baby. It's like a postage stamp, and they keep it in a shoebox. I've only the probably the... Best gallery I've been to is Uffizi in Florence. And Uffizi has the uh, Birth of Venus, the big oh, yeah. giant woman on the clamshell. Mm-hmm. Fucking clam. Yeah. yeah, but that that is a gigantic painting. Yeah, Uma Thurman, Baron von Munchausen. True. That's yeah, yeah. why I fell in Probably the, the most back in the significant day. cultural impact that, that piece has had. Well, you get to see your titties. No, but when you get it, when you get it, it's you walk in, you're like, holy shit, I didn't realize it was that fucking big. Because you hear the Mona Lisa's like, a, you know, a piece of notebook. It's paper. painted on a grain of rice, and they keep it on, you know, in the doll's house. It's actually print, that one's painted on wood, isn't it? The Mona Lisa's on wood. Sure, they wouldn't let me take a picture, so I can't remember without a picture. Well, dude, the the statue of David's like twelve feet tall, right? Eleven feet tall. It's huge. Yeah, yeah you're like, holy enormous. fuck. When you, when you see David, it's crazy. I know what you guys are talking about, but I have like zero interest in art. At, really? I, it just doesn't I, do anything I'm for me. I'm telling you, it really if you doesn't saw do some impactful historical fucking art, there's no way that you can't. Like Caravaggio. I'm telling you, you'd see, if it, you see it, a right? Caravaggio. Caravaggio is one of my fucking Unbelievable. Favorites. You see a picture of his, and you're like, wow, that dude really is probably Michael, you know, Michelangelo Caravaggio. He's a one of the Ray. Florentine masters. He was so super subversive. You know, Caravaggio was stabbing motherfuckers with swords in the streets. He was, yeah. a, he was a street fighting, whoremonger, and he was a pimp for a long time. Like, Caravaggio was, was a gangster. He's got that one he painting also, called Rape Knife. Well, he, he accepted a bunch of, uh, of, a bunch of commissions from Medici, the church, yeah. and then when he would uh, produce the works, they would be subversively kind of a, uh, attacking the principles of the church. Like, he... Uh, he had one of, of the Mona Lisa in which she she looks seductive and she looks kind of like a whore. And the word is that he actually used a prostitute as a model to do his painting of this. Caravaggio is a badass motherfucker and his art is super... Uh, Beautiful. Be- well, it's super realistic and dark and violent sometimes. So it's there's crazy. like one where it's like the half Nelson and then the father Nelson? Precisely. <laughs> it's that kind of shit. No, but he, he got. I'm he, telling you, look at one of his paintings and be like, yeah, okay, now I get it. Yeah, right. He almost went. Uh, he I'll almost never went. That. He almost got thrown in jail a bunch of times because he would do these commissions, and then they would be absolutely furious with him when he they spent all this money and he did this amazing work that was not what they asked for. Right, some gangster shit. I can help you remember Caravaggio. Think of driving an Italian vagina. Caravaggio. That's a good point. He makes a good point. <laughs> Seeing this shit though, dude, right there. Like, I right. thought the no, same I've, thing when I've I went s- to see Van Gogh. I've seen like, art, you know, and I, I tried, I really had it in my mind for about three months. I was going to try and get on Jeopardy. And so I like, what's my weakest thing? Art. I would actually like spend some time and 
saw pictures and you know learned artists and it just it's really not for me i don't know it's just archaeology and shit like that has always been something that yeah, indiana jones is used. amazing or like the frescoes in pompeii that kind of shit Fuck imagine yes. seeing that i have a bunch Oh yeah, three you, different times. Yeah, you've I saw been over, all over the place. No, I did Italy. I've been four. You times. got to see. That's, um, the, that's the thing. You got to see Notre Dame, right? Nope. Oh, you didn't. Did not do France ever. Really? I did. Yeah, you. Saw How incredible Rome. was that fucking place? Pretty they cool. had a great a churro on stand. The inside, huh? <laughs> they had a great yeah. churro stand. <laughs> a great churro stand right on the outside. Actually, right outside of Notre Dame, we went to a t-shirt shop. And I went in there, and i looking for my size. And the guy comes up, and he's yelling at me in French not to, Don't touch this! Don't touch! Get out! Get out! I'm like, I was going to buy this shirt, and I'm seeing if you have my size. And he kept screaming at us. It was great. Right next to the Notre Dame. Then we had churros! But in France, they call them crabs. That was the first Frenchman I killed. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the, the, the most famous architecture I've personally seen is, like, El Duomo in Florence, or... Of course, St. Peter's Basilica or yeah, Pisa, Leaning Tower right. Pisa, which you don't even go into. It's hollow. There's nothing in it. Well, it's like Stonehenge. You can't go up to it anymore. Probably the same kind yeah, of thing. They have they the inside off. of it and the outside are both fitted with counterweights to keep it from toppling. So the, the Tower of Pisa is not what it was. Right. And the story of uh, Galileo dropping shit from it is totally bullshit. It's all made up. The coolest thing there is not the Leading Tower of Pisa, but there's a there's a little auditorium they have there that you go into, and it's built crazily to where it has perfect acoustics. So somebody, one Galileo. person stands Galileo. in there, and they Galileo. sing, and it sounds like a choir of people singing. The whole place lights up with, with the sound, which is like uh, in the U.S. Capitol. If you go to the U.S. Capitol, the Red there's, a, there's a spot where they have a little marker on the floor, and if you stand on it, and somebody stands all across the room... Uh, they whisper, you can hear it. It all bounces and you can hear them whispering. And it was a spot that uh, uh, strategically was dead. used by uh, certain uh, party members to listen into conversations that were going on on the opposition. It's very cool. You go there and it's like, you stand right here and they demonstrate. Somebody goes down there and whispers and you hear it. It's the That's one thing that I have little interest in is U.S. history <laughs> for some reason. Fuck, like man. I can't. I, Washington, I would love and that kind of to go to the, go to the, see the fucking... Um, all the uh, museums in D.C. Yeah, well, Smithsonian. yeah. Smithsonian's. Well, yeah, like, I'm sure my... blow your goddamn yeah. mind. And I would love you to see... You saw the Blue Spruce, right? Didn't you? And the Spruce Goose? Spruce, yeah, Spruce, Spruce Goose. Goose, right? The, the biggest mm-hmm. plane ever yep. saved and created? Yep. Big old... Flo- was it ever 50, flown? Yeah. Was it flown yeah, once it or flew once and it got, you know, I'm going to say maybe 40 feet off the water <laughs> and flew for about a minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah, but you But could... that qualifies as the definition of flight. So that There's works. A bigger one. Now, Isn't it like a football one. field size? It's huge. Like the it, yeah. The wingspan on it. Looking up, just on one side, there's four Rolls Royce engines up there that look tiny, and they're big engines. Right. They, but they just look tiny to this giant wing because the wing is big enough for none of us, but a normal person for the time could like walk into the wing to mm-hmm. do maintenance on any four of those engines <laughs> at any given time. Like there was enough walking room inside of the wing. Was it, and it was just prop, right? Yeah. Why didn't they? It just wasn't practical, or what? Well, no, because it was it, ideally it was supposed to be. Yeah, we can put tanks on it and you know fly into a, a body of water in the enemy territory and get rid of the tanks, and it'd be great. And it just became like this huge shit show of you know overexpense and government inquiries and you know, Dude, you accusations should, of being a traitor. Yeah, and you should take bullshit. you should take the family down to do to DC and do the Smithsonian's because I'm telling you, you went to the Air and Space Museum, you fucking you could spend. I went there days. out of convenience. But you know. they did have the SR-22 Blackbird like oh, right next to it. Man. Dude, the, I saw the Enola oh Gay. Dude, I saw the Enola amazing. Gay when I went. The Enola Gay That's was on cool. loan from Virginia when I went. And there it is, hanging in the fucking ceiling. The, the fucking plane that dropped Fat Boy on Hiroshima. They, did they have a Fat Boy uh, recreation? No, but when you walk in, uh-huh. there's about 11 ICBMs that stack up like 70 feet. You know, they, gigantic uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles yeah. that are all decommissioned from fucking all Russians. They have a V two rocket. You walk in, there's a fucking Nazi V two rocket in the in your way as you walk into the place. Like probably I don't know, 20, 30 feet tall or something. And then these ICBMs from the Cold War that are world enders. You're just yeah. walking through a forest of world ending devices. It's hey, the uh, craziest thing I've ever seen. Shit, Lord, uh, it's the Anola pansexual now. Just so you know. 
<laughs> this guy. <laughs> He's like, I can't really participate in this. So I saw gonna... you know, I was in Smithsonian. I've seen it too. I could I could have input, but I'd rather say Enola Pan. But you didn't appreciate it. You saw it. You didn't appreciate it. You pr- did they build... the shit out of it. I, I saw a Skeksis, a fucking Jim Henson oh. Skeksis. It's about four feet tall. Oh, well, that's coming. We got that. We got that later in the episode. I can't gentlemen. wait. Did they build the, the Smithsonian around the Enola Gay? No. Yeah, they did with the Spruce's. <laughs> oh snap! Fucking Damn. that's a we- that's a weird flex. <laughs> I really want, I really wanted to come here with a Chamberlain, and it's two hundred and sixty-seven dollars. What's a Chamberlain? Jesus. Chamberlain, the Skeksis Chamberlain. Oh, Chamberlain! No way, you can't. You know the guy that kills I got you, I got you. Oh, my favorite Skeksis of all, and uh, yeah, mm. too expensive, man. They have a real shitty kind of bust of him that's like 45 bucks, but it's just cheap. And just wait for this new show to come out. They'll probably have a lot more products getting pushed during oh, it. I want, I want like a one-sixth, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what kinda. you mean. Those, are, those things are fucking awesome. I, I saw a fucking real one. Very cool, but, you know, kind of took a second seat to fucking seeing Lincoln's top hat and fucking the yeah. letter that, Al, that uh, uh, Albert Einstein wrote to the president to tell him to build the bomb. On display, fucking glass, green glass from the first time an atomic explosion ever occurred in Earth's history. The first time it ever happened. The greatest achievement mankind ever ever conceived. Arguably, no, it's the greatest. Arguably, it's the it's it's the most powerful, the most life changing. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Every every inch of matter on Earth is permeated with isotopes that did not exist until the fucking forties. Thanks to Tom Brady. Yeah, and you're saying that's a good, good point. Thing. No, it's amazing. It's an amazing achievement. It is an amazing achievement. Yeah. It's not the single five Super Bowl wins. It's the wins. single I mean, biggest scientific achievement of all time. Ooh, I want to talk about something else. It is time for sensational <laughs> shit stories. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So, uh, hey, last time we recorded, you gave uh, their uh, good old ranting, gave us uh, old English 800s, 8,000s, what are they, 8,000? 40, 42, Four, 42 billions. ounces, old yeah. English 800. 42 ounces? Yep. They're in a plastic, plastic bottle, so you oh, get those okay. two extra ounces. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were like, yeah, we'll throw two extra ounces and we're saving $10 on the fucking case. That was, uh, <laughs> was pretty rough, once I, you could hear in the episode, once I finished that bottle, and it just, uh. I bet it was brutal, man. Oh, it started. I started. I do that screech. It was and great. Uh, oh, yeah, it we was were entertained, awful. and he cut the shit out of it. But the next day, oh, I haven't had. I haven't had the sloppy, like hot, like liquid di- beer diarrhea in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, you, you. You. He texts us in the morning. Hey, anybody else have fucking emergency shits all night? Red tape. Red Like, yeah, I will shit myself at King Supers. And I said, no, I fought fire with fire by dumping Taco Bell on it before I went to bed. <laughs> That's smart. Congealing that shit up. Yeah, I remember asking no not too long ago about beer shits. And oh. like how I... Was that just a phenomenon or a myth? Nope. Right. Shitty beer. So you guys can confirm shitty <laughs> yeah. beer shits. Yeah. You've drank so, tons of beer in your life. Nickel, yeah, but uh, I've never really had beer shit. Neither have I. Nickel mentioned something about your old, he, he drinks the 41 Steel Reserves and something about oh, you God. being a dirty Steel bitch reserves or something, Ramtang, I think is what he said. Really? Not it, not those words exactly. He called you a dirty bitch? I think he said something about you having <coughs> Does a Does he baby, know you're the biggest a, a of pussy, us? <laughs> a pussy cunt, baby. Baby pussy cunt. Yeah, because, you know, as a mechanic, I couldn't smoke weed and I, I was getting drug tested and, and I could buy malt liquor at the grocery store <laughs> or the corner store. Or any store, pretty much, in the state of Oregon. And yeah, I drank a lot of Hurricane and fucking Steel Reserve, a lot of high-gravity beer, some well, Ford Loco thrown in there. Yeah, King Cobra, yeah, put them in the oh, bank. that's the I worst. Drank some Schlitz? Schlitz? I went back to Magnum, for Christ's sake. And that's just god-awful terrible. That's not the worst. Steel, steel, oh, no, all steel Reserve. Is, uh, Schlitz is good. Steel Reserve Colt 45 is, the is worst. delicious. So, Nicola Wise... I know you probably hate to hear this, but Hammered Turtle is still one of your best skills. Don't be ashamed. Also, let Ramtag know that I drink my 42s harder because they're steelies. None of them OE800 ninny beers. And then he said something about you being a bitch. A little bit, little, little, little pussy bitch. Well, I don't see it on the screen, but I'm just, you know, I'm just Thanks, man. It just makes editing so hard. I'll let Ramtang know that he's a little fucking bitch. Through interpretive dance. So I'll You're also the one to bit. most likely take exception to someone saying that. Interpretive <laughs> lap dance. Yeah. Like, Nigel, hey. you're playing a fire, man. 
So this is what my offspring did yesterday. He got stung by a wasp in the left arm, oh, like on the shit. forearm. He fell, Not allergic, huh? He fell off of his bike and kind of fucked up his hand and wrist a little bit. A couple of times from the sound of it, right? And then, overnight, he got bit on the back of the fucking shoulder of the same fucking arm. And now today, his arm is fucking totally swollen. His hand is super swollen. What did he get bit by? Do you know? I don't know. I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> That's cool, though. Hey, man. <laughs> All my worst injuries happened when I was a child. No, but that's the thing. Like, it's got to happen to you. Does this hurt? Yeah, but then he'll play with his hand and like you know use it while he's playing with toys. And I'm like, well, he can't be that off. That, Dude, that you know off. that it's scientifically proven that redheads have a higher pain threshold. It's a scientific yeah. fact that that gingers have a higher pain threshold than normals. It's like their superpower. It's just you know the it's boys have a harder time at it. Because the, the redhead girls are all, like, the most sought-after class of white girl. It's, like, the redhead. Because she's, like, immune to STDs? No, just because oh. that's, that's just the rarest of the hot. Like, all the... Isn't it? Isn't it kind of like that's the... I'm a fan. Redheads are, are like, kind of like the... But I think it has something to do with, like, the one, the redheads that survived the sunburns and were able to reproduce or genetically predisposed to have... Are like, practically pain super better. cops. But, I mean, I just... It, it's crazy that this kid... And he plays it off, and his hand's swollen, and he's not, you know, doing much with it. Chap saw him. Yeah, like, uh, a, and I was like, well, dude, your fucking, fucking kid. kid is a tough little bastard. Look at it just playing, and not even, not, you know, just kind of has his arm set to the side. It's swollen, like his hand is swollen visibly, Ugh. a bump, you know, there. And here's, he's just playing, playing trucks. Here's, here's, here's what it says. Anesthetologists have to account... For redheads, greater tolerance to sedation. <laughs> this is just a normal thing. Like, medically, they, they're like, okay, ginger pubes, we need to fucking throw in a couple extra cc's. <laughs> yeah. Different calculation. Use a different constant. It is, uh, they're har- their redheads harder to sedate, have a different tolerance for pain. Recent evidence residents uh, that redheads are more tolerant to local anesthetics and more sensitive to opioids. So they're more sensitive to opioids, but have a higher pain tolerance. It's probably has something to do with their higher pain threshold that makes them maybe enjoy the opioids more. Something where it's not overcoming a discomfort first. It's just becoming a pleasure. Quicker. Well, I, I'm just thinking Oxytocin like maybe maybe faster. for you to enjoy opioids, they have to overcome your, your pain threshold and then you enjoy it. And maybe mm. if your pain threshold's lower, you just enjoy it more. Maybe they just have more receptors. Do they? Do they say why? Does it? it just, I think it's just in studies. I don't know that there's a... gingers loving the opes. So keep keep the boy mm. away from Percocets. Yeah, no shit. No, it it'll happen, man. I it'll happen. Yeah, <laughs> we got him just laying around the house. Why no, gonna, I don't. He's gonna tear an ACL or tear a, tear some sort of ligament. Yeah, isn't he's, he? he's gonna hurt something. At Hopefully, some point he tears somebody else's first. Yeah, because I know when I broke my wrist, one of the three or four fucking times that I had to have a cast on it, like. <laughs> I kind of didn't have use of my hand. Yeah, so, I never broke my right wrist. I've only broken the how? left. How did you not break your, your non-dominant one more? I, I Well, I shattered the growth plate in Little League football. And it was just susceptible then? It was, yeah, helmet to, helmet to fucking wrist and just boom. And then high, high school twice. High school? High school Billy. twice. And then I, then I had that surgery where I ruptured my uh, TFCC on the same wrist and they had to re-suture that fucking lubricant onto the radius and ulna. So I didn't have bone-on-bone bone when I moved my hand. So you got some, some, some carpal problems. It's fun. But, you know, every time it got fucked up, though, like, you really don't have use of your hand. But he was squeezing my hand, but the fact that he couldn't make a fist on his own... It's because like, of the swelling, dude. Of the Did swelling. you see yeah. how big his hand was? Yeah, well, yeah. I saw it all day. But we went to the motherfucking swimming pool. Kid ate two McDonald's cheeseburgers... Five nuggets and half a large fry, like, and wanted some more nuggets. Fuck yeah, because he's putting it on, man. After we went to breakfast, he had a huge fucking (laughs) pancake with bacon and peaches. Killed that shit. Hell yeah. And was hungry for dinner. He was sitting. He he got up and sat himself at the table waiting for the pizza to get delivered. (laughs) Are are you building a basketball player or a lineman or what's the plan here? I don't know, man. Like a Brian Urlacher? I don't know if he's really necessarily going to get into sports. I think he... Probably might be like a chess champion or no shit. a fucking like a artist. Bobby Fisher type, yeah, like engineer, like something crazy. Yeah. Like he was, true. he's destined to do great things. He's he's smart. 
Fuck yeah. Hopefully you can figure it out and fucking push it. If he just it. figures out to listen but to the me thing is, and I don't got to piss at him, then whatever we'll he does, <laughs> whatever, if he goes actually on the intellectual side, then he's going to be even crazier on the percentage scale of size. <laughs> that's, that's when you get into nutty territory. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of like six, five plus dudes wandering around fucking Grandmaster chess halls. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll make this bet right now and granted we won't find out the results for 13 and a half years, but I'm going to say like 610 260 when he graduates. They can measure his growth plates and they can make a projection for you. Yeah, projections from ejections. I know they told me I was going to be 610. Not even close. Not even close. I think I said I was going to be 66. Do we need close. to get him and little uh Remington's boy together? I can't wait for them to meet the meeting of the minds again. again. Because that little dude <laughs> When my brother went to get, uh, you know, whatever it was, the, the follow-up after, not kindergarten, but preschool. Pre-K, right? yeah. <laughs> I think they said, like, he he would get in trouble because he would just want to talk about the solar system with the teacher, solo and shit. You know, not want to get involved with any other kids, but, you know, let, let's talk about how the earth revolves around the sun and stuff like that. So. Wow. And he got those, in two for kids, it. those two little kids are gonna. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like he did. He's not social. Yeah, he wants to talk about fucking shit that matters, not you know feelings. Fuck fucking yeah. dinosaurs, man. Yeah. I I just really proud of my little nephew, man. He's gonna be a little little world changer, I think, just like Samson. Yeah. Do, do you play chess, Ram? Yeah, I can play. I'm, I'm okay. Ask, ask chess about it. Beat my ass like the last five times we played. Man. Show the kid. I, I love chess. I'm. I've never been great at it. No, but I totally just, know how to play. Like yeah. I can. I and I, I can know see when people do. are doing well. Yeah, we would play like every. I can play day. chess as well, yeah. gentlemen. It sounds like next time we get together, we are having Master chess tournament. Got to throw some money in it. Let's make it fun. Come on. Yeah, 20 bucks or something. Yeah. Everybody throws. Well, fuck you guys. I, <laughs> I said let's do money in the death pool. Nobody fucking bid on that. I, I would. I'd still. I, I would. Thought, I thought we were doing like five bucks or something. Or when do we redo the death pool? When the fuck is that happening? We did. In January. I don't know these things, dude. Half of the time, I get too drunk to remember. I have Betty White, the last surviving member of the fucking dude, game. I don't know. That's a good pull call. Pull it up. Pull it up. Who, did somebody pick Trump? That's horrible. Somebody pick Trump? I didn't pick him again. I had him last year. Okay. <laughs> That's a testament to the, to the, the healthiest I've ever been. There we are. 2019 Death Pool. God, you had a 2017 one in there, too. And I can't find the 2018 one because it's on the laptop. Ram Tang, Kathleen Turner, Val Kilmer, Betty White, Tommy Lee Jones, Charlie White. Who's, who's died of note? Rip Thorne, um, Rucker Rip Howard. Right? Rip Taylor. Rip Thorne? Rip Thorne. Thorn. I wanna fuck your daddy. I knew it was wrong. I just I... Okay, we got ten bucks. Each person. Did, did, did you guys all watch the video of uh of Rip Torn fucking attacking Norman Yeah, that, I, I had to ask him, was that shit legit? What <laughs> the know, isn't it the craziest thing you've ever yeah. seen? Totally like not experimental. Video, he was the right? director of that movie. The guy he had that was an off Rip Torn was. That was Norman Mailer, one of the greatest American modern yeah. writers. He's fucking directing a movie that stars Rip Torn, and at some point Rip Torn attacks him with a hammer, and the cameras catch the whole thing, and Norman Mailer decides to put it in the fucking movie, I think. <laughs> Why did he attack him? Because he's goddamn crazy. Creative differences. This is the reason he shows his asshole when he's 70 years old in Tom Green's Freddy Got Fingered. Because he's unstable, weirdo. <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't give a fuck. Dude, what did he get arrested? How drunk was he when he got arrested? What did he do? I don't know. Uh, rip torn arrest. I, I gotta see because was he's not he was yeah. he was he was pedophilia, wasn't he? He had child no. porn. Didn't he have child porn? No. I would have hated him for that. Yeah, I think no, he did. that that fuck was you, the Gary principal of Ferris Bueller had child porn. Yeah, Jeffrey Jones. I don't know. Which is sad. There might have been accusations. I, I don't know. Love that guy. Damn it. His part in Ravenous. Bring it into a local bank. Right, yeah, this is the craziest. With a loaded gun. Wow, look at that mugshot. That's great. He looks Jesus He looks like a, amused. All right, Salisbury. Actor, actor Elmore Rip Torn was arrested Friday night for allegedly breaking into a Main Street bank intoxicated armed with a loaded <laughs> revolver. Torn allegedly forced entry into a Litchfield Bank Court building at 326 Main Street, setting off an alarm. 
State police from the Troop B barracks in North Canaan said today when uh, police responded to the alarm around 9.40 p.m., they found Torn with a loaded revolver, highly intoxicated, <laughs> allegedly entered the bank through a bank window. The small bank appeared untouched from the front. Taken into custody without incidents. He's there on a $100,000 cash. <laughs> this sounds like the Not a stable dude. dude. 78. Find something when he's like, you know, 40. Yeah, he's drunk and old. Drunk and old. He doesn't give a fuck. I want my money. What are they going to do to him at 78? Not much. No, that means crazy. That doesn't mean don't give a fuck. That means nuts. That's what that means. That means maybe dementia, which he can't be held accountable uh, Okay. All I see is the one story, legal troubles. That's it. That's it. So where's your fucking leg to stand on here? (laughs) Just throw out. (laughs) Okay, maybe I just threw a pedophilia accusation at him. But I could have swore I heard some... I'm telling you, it's Jeffrey Jones you're thinking of. Yeah. Jeffrey Jones? Yeah, Ferris Bueller, oh, okay, principal. Okay. Ravenous? Ravenous. That was probably Stabbing right when he got arrested, oh, huh? Man. Movies, right movies, movies! <laughs> so fed up. Bastard Peace Theater. Well, yeah, I asked him to look up two things. That's his fucking threshold, apparently. Some things that are timely that we, you know, look to see that this thing... Masterpiece Theater, folks. Pick a movie off of Netflix. We talk about that movie. Whose pick was this? This wasn't yours? This was Sir Chapsworth's pick. Did you call it a pick? No, it was the last one when I was here. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you skipped it last time. And it was because of Malkovich. Bullethead. Bullethead. John Malkovich. Yeah, it was Adrian Brody and Malkovich in a movie together. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And Rory Culkin. I I remember I I, uh, complimented you on your willingness to pick a movie you haven't seen all the time. Oh, yeah. Rory Culkin, the fuggliest Culkin. Why the, how fun is it to watch a movie I've fucking already seen? Dude, I, I, I don't know. I There's some movies so good I'd love to watch them. So go ahead, uh, give us the back-of-the-box description of this movie. Back-of-the-box. Uh, three criminals flee to uh, industrial park and have to hole up in a... Uh, like abandoned a, warehouse. A, kind yeah, of? Uh, yeah, abandoned, abandoned warehouse, building warehouse. Abandoned building until... Uh, the muscle arrives to help him out till they till the guy that set up the whole the fund of the whole thing the silent partner comes and bails him out because the cops are too heavy they just gotta they just gotta wait it out and what was the threat uh, the threat you don't know it but in the beginning it shows um, the very Antonio first scene Banderas. gives it away kind of I don't remember the first scene. The very first scene is it's, from the first person perspective of the dog and it's being and oh, you, yes. you're taken into the room with the two yeah. other dogs. Yeah, and then it, like unleashed. So it's pretty, pretty much pretty disturbing. I gotta say, like yeah. even though it's, I mean, it's a camera being walked into a room with two barking dogs is essentially what's. They did a pretty good job of making that kind of disturbing Feeling, and gross. Yeah, well, and seeing it from the dog's point of view, exactly. You know, like I just want to love this master. Why won't this master love me? But, truthfully, those scenes took me out of it because all I could think of was a guy with a steady cam close to the ground walking along. I thought they did a good job. You got a leap of faith, kind of. It didn't feel like a walking thing. It felt like a swooping animal. It was like it took me out of it for a second. It was all in the audio. They did good audio where you heard the the toenails cracking on the on the cement and stuff. I thought they did okay. a good job of, of displaying that and making it feel kind of gross in that first moment because so it's a pretty, dog fighting. Pretty much the three characters, there's a uh, a love-torn, you know, like career criminal. There's the old wise guy and then and the junkie. young drug addict, you know, who he like kind of yeah, wants to take under his wing and help. Because the first one's Adrian Brody. The, Adrian Brody, John the, Malkovich. The John Malkovich is the, is the, is the old, the old the weak. And, yeah, the wise and... Then, and Culkin is the fucking guy, the young kid the who's meek. brought in. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, it, the little dude's got to get his fix, right? So, they have a uh, yellow powder that they stole. Like he went into the pharmacy and stole yeah, he that. Specifically, specifically went out of his uh-huh. way, and that's why they're under a lot more heat than they should have been because they had to kill somebody over it, right? Yeah. And um, he's sitting in like this locker room. And he, he's getting all, you know, ready, you know, getting water and everything to be able to shoot up. And he hears a weird kind of sucking noise <laughs> down one of the aisles. Horrible. They had a lot of and, horrible eating noises in yeah. this movie. <laughs> and so he kind of peeks around the corner and he sees this dead body flayed pretty much open. Yeah. They, then, you, the, earlier than that, though, is you sort of see that this dog has been 
uh, there was an attempt to kill the dog after it lost its fight against no, two I other dogs. No, I think that was after this. No, I, I, don't, I don't know, because the guy that got eaten is the guy yeah, that yeah, they tried right. to kill the dog. You're right. So that, that's the thing. Yeah, it's, they tried to kill him by electrocution. So it's a fighting dog, and, and they tried to put it down. Now it lives in this warehouse, and it's abandoned, and they that's the threat, is that they've got this... The thing that's weird about this movie to me is that it kind of was an anthology of stories about having dogs. Wasn't it kind of? It was, it was like Antonio yeah. Banderas flashbacks abusing a dog, and then you have three guys who it seems like it's going to be like a heist movie, and then it goes into kind of like a animal monster movie, and then it's <clears throat> it was really so an, an animal, animal monster movie. Flashbacks of Antonio Banderas being like, "Your dog, you're going to eat stuff, well, bite, no. bite." Culkin flashes back, and he's like, "I had, the, I found this dog in the road." Every character so, tells a story uh-huh. about a dog. Yeah. Every then, character yeah. tells the story about having the, a dog. Uh, the, this is an anthology story yeah. where everyone tells a story about why they feel one way or another about dogs. And then dogs. the standard poodle that could truffle smell. Yeah. Adrian Brody's There's character. The, for some reason, Antonio Banderas, when he's chasing down a guy who's got his money, stops with his gun to tell a story about a dog. Everyone stops to tell a story about a dog in this movie. Does, do they not tell everyone? Doesn't everyone have a long dialogue kind of, about telling a story? I think it's about kind of touching some of the stories. Some of it tell. was, but it, it's at some point I was just like, this is a bunch of stories about dogs surrounding a, a monster movie it, middle. It kept it no, kept it relevant. No, what it's doing is it's showing the human the humane side of the dog, the dog's I know. point of view. Of I know, but really the ultimate, dog's the monster. Ultimately, though, the dog's not a monster. It's the human that's the but monster. But it is. It's, it's Jason Voorhees. No. Jason Voorhees is still a little boy that drowned in no. a lake. And the everybody goes, oh, the they feel kind of sorry for him because really he's acting out because he's when been abused. When is a victim going to cuddle with the dog at the end when they're both dying? No victim's ever going to cuddle with Jason and say, That oh, dog was, could, couldn't fine. do shit. It got shot yeah, like 20 times. <laughs> if it didn't get shot 20 times, it would have gone over and eaten Adrian Bodie's fucking face. Nope, he wouldn't have given a nope, shit I about did not like He saved him from the piano. It's, and that's, he had a choice of eating and that was cheese. Or that guy no. first. That scene was no. cheesy. Dog, because no, Adrian showing, Brody... That is showing the fucking compassion and the understanding that a dog has. No, here, but here's the thing. Someone that will help no matter what. That, sure, the they're humanizing the dog back. there. Here's the problem. He's running for his life for the last 10 minutes through all kinds of weird obstacle courses in which this dog's nearly killing him. Yeah, that's all the dog Now knows. the dog gets pinned, and yeah. he doesn't go, I need to escape. He goes, I should save the bloodthirsty, murdering, probably rabid dog. I gotta help Jason out no, no, of the no, lake. No. This never happens in real life. He, I, what I do is I go, is there a big brick nearby? Smash, 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 no smash. Dog's shit. not moving this dog anymore. Dog's shit. Dog's shit. not a good movie. Not a good movie, but that's, but that's where it loses. This is a movie. True. You're, you're right. You, it's gotta, a, you gotta feel good about Ram it. Tank, I'm sorry, you've been silent the entirety right, of this conversation. Please. So this whole time, this whole thing's been going on, I've been petting Ripley, Turlet's dog. He oh, loves dogs. This whole story. So anyway. You've got a puppy that's not long, no longer a puppy now? I have a tagline for the movie, and this is hashtag Michael Vick's worst nightmare. <laughs> I fucking... <laughs> I liked this movie <laughs> just because they they didn't... They could have had more slow times than they did, and yeah, the flashback stories about dogs was this or that, but I thought it flowed well. I enjoyed it. I'll never watch it again, but I will say it did have the beak, the weak, and the meek in it. You're right. Adrian Brody with the beak. Malkovich was old. Did you write that down before? No, I just came (laughs) up with it as you guys were naming off the characters. Earlier, it did have the world's most predictable kind of ending. Yeah. Because here's the thing: as soon as you write the scene where Adrian Brody saves the dog, you know that the dog now is no longer a threat to him because they wouldn't do that in the story. So it's kind of predictable, and it kind of leads to a non-threatening kind of outcome for his character because you know, at some point, that dog's going to have an opportunity to kill him, and it's not going to now. He saved him. That's the whole plot line. You know that now. Second part, you know that they paid a uh, fucking uh, Antonio Banderas a good sum of money not to do some flashbacks some point he's going to be in this movie and you know this dog is going to have an opportunity to kill either Adrian Brody or Antonio Banderas and he's going to kill Antonio Banderas and save the other character. You know this is going based, to happen the second yeah, you see no, that scene. Based off the budget, I think Antonio Banderas could eat for a couple months. Like That's that's what he signed up for. He's married to... Uh, yeah, Melanie Griffith. Griffith. Oh. And she's got to be ready to die. Let's and be honest. She looks oh, that's horrendous for the cool. last 20 Turner? years. Kathleen let's, Turner status? Let's not judge the looks of women. Oh yeah! You know what this was? This was an homage to all of the uh, Sarah McLaughlin fucking AFC, <laughs> the arms of an angel. <laughs> yeah, you know, like 
No matter Wait, what. Who did that? Was really... that you? Give us the in the arms of an angel. Did you, is that what you? That's kind of what it, where it went. And then I really like this weapon. Oh, man, I can't do I it. Want to, I hold out on hope a lot. And I want to believe that it, that no matter what you do to a dog, you, you can you, you can, can redeem rehab, them. They're redeemable. You can rehab most dogs. Yeah, this is From a dog no that was what, shot because... in the head and then beaten to death. What the guy thought to death. Dude, and then walks away and gets attacked. dogs that have been fucking sliced and whipped their entire lives. I'll tell you what, though. You know, it did get me when he's looking at the at the pit of dead dogs. Yeah. And it jumps out of the pit of dead dogs. It got me. I didn't totally <laughs> think that the, the dog was going to be in the pit of dead dogs. That was and neat. That so was pretty horrible. Yeah. Like I said, I, I liked the movie. I won't watch it again, but I did like it. It I kept me entertained. Like it. I did not like it. Well... But- I didn't like it, so well, I'm sure we're all we I'm all sure have a slightly varying scale of and opinion. And see, I I love pit bulls because I I've, I know people who have great pit bull dogs, and it's all in, in how you raise them. That's yeah, all it, it is. is. But you should also it, don't ever dog your dog's ears because the only reason That's to do awful. that is to have them fight. Tails is a different story, a la fucking uh, last episode. <laughs> And but we'll, if you ears ears, the only reason to dock them is for dog fighting. Worst shit. Don't do that to a dog. Docked. Yeah. Ears is awful. I'll give it a six. I'd give it a seven. I enjoyed it yeah. for for what it was. I enjoyed it. Seven, but it eight. also really? was completely predictable. And I thought the part where the guy decides to stop and tell a story when the guy with all of his money is clearly hiding under a boat takes like twenty five <laughs> minutes. What's the goddamn <laughs> rabbit? What's with the rabbit? Does anyone tell me what the rabbit signifies? Is that an attempt? Innocence. At, is that an attempt at something? Innocence, you think? I thought John Malkovich, one of John Malkovich's worst performances, the dialogue didn't work with his style. He was jilted weak. and weak. Oh. He was weak, but at the same time, I liked him. I, I just like Malkovich. He didn't shit the bed here. Brody's ponytail was gross. When he took Rory the river. Culkin is fucking hideous. When he took the river, when the fucking wooden catwalk broke out, and he just landed yeah, right, right on it. Oh, a hard fall. That's, hard fall. That's a big one, dude. You could feel that yeah, one. Yeah, for a 70-year-old man? Yeah. It was clearly a fucking stunt guy, but it, it, they, they pulled it off. <laughs> pulled yeah. it off. Do you see the quote at the end? This movie is dedicated to Molly, the dog, my teacher, my friend. I'm oh. just I'm just a... It's just a bunch of stories about dogs. Forever really. dog lover. So it touched me. All the dog stories. I know. Especially the, the... I just don't like being manipulated like that. The McCulkin dog story touched me a lot. Yeah, where his dad is like a horrible sadist and murders his yeah. dog in front of him with a hammer. That was pretty nice. And so it's just <laughs> it's it's, rough. It's sad. There's a sadness. To and it. then that kid immediately uh, ODs and just silently dies in fucking the other room. Yeah, it's like uh, existentially sad. <laughs> and then it ends with um, <laughs> you know. Here's the thing: Did he ditch the money before he jumped underwater, or did he? Cocksucker! Look at this. He fucking <laughs> usurped me. Oh, Ramtek finishing his Mickey's forty before hand tackle. I was like, I just crushed him. I just crushed him. So you hold it in my hand, and he goes. We mentioned you were drinking forties earlier. No, I was gonna chew that horn. I didn't with the old E, but I forgot to. I did bring three more forties of Mickey's by inadvertent request. Gotta say, a little bit. A little bit less beer in my uh, 40. Of, I, I'm glad I denied the Mickey's 40. I don't want to be screaming. I really again. thought that this movie was going to be like a creature feature. It kind of was. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. Here's the thing. I mean, like, I read the, I read the fucking dialogue or... of it. It said nothing about a killer dog. No. So I was taken completely by surprise with the whole killer thing. And I'm down for a campy movie where there's a weird kind of... Uh, uh, monster, and Piranha. they did a pretty good job. That, that there were some CGI scenes that weren't great, but there were some CGI scenes that they p- really pulled off. Aww. When they're locked in the room and he gets in, that's a pretty tense scene when he's chasing them all around, and then comes <laughs> to the top. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get you, fuckers." You yeah, know? the parts where the dog away. rams doors down and stuff. I mean, dogs don't do no. that. Dogs run up and try to bite things and scratch at things and push. They don't. They they're not gonna ram their face into metal like that's not what a dog does I mean they can they'll chew the fuck out of that metal like over time <laughs> don't get through a goddamn steel door chewing it it's the craziest thing yep but it, it's it's not like they ram with their heads into steel <laughs> yeah my neighbor's dogs behind they uh, chew through the fence all the time that's great great good people are they violent Decent dogs are they trash. after your after, after your dogs <laughs> huh you've got two kind of vulnerable dogs 
Yeah, I know. That's, that's why there's. <laughs> Let's be there's, honest. It's, I, I've replaced the boards occasionally, and you know, I don't let the dog. When we're not home, they don't have access to the backyard. I think Ripley could area. really hold her own in a fight, man. Yeah, not this fucking maniac, fucking whatever the fuck that monster is back there. You want me to bring Youngdo over? He's he's His thick. big giant dog is like I can't even let him outside most of the day. <laughs> It's like it's like it's crazy. Now. What monster dog are you talking about? Uh, it's like a, some kind of chow shithead beat mix thing. I fucking thing. hate chows, man. Uh, where's the uh, words on the front of your microphone pointed, friend? Why, friend? Because that's the front quiet. of the microphone, friend. We're all stare at the mic. He's, he's yeah. dead on. All right, he's okay. Been dead on. It sounds like you sound quiet. Yeah, quiet. for some reason, I don't know if you're not connected well, but you're kind of quiet. Because your fucking things are always messed up, like I've told you since we started. <laughs> What? Some passive-aggressive shit? Come on, now. What things are fucked up? There. Your levels, man. The hearing levels. Mine, Mine I've been quiet a lot, great. but we sound good. Okay, well, Rantang, Masterpiece Theater, what is your pick for next time? Good there? pick. So I, I looked at like 1.30 in the morning last night when I opened, and I was like, yeah, I gotta find something, and I just couldn't find it. So I went quick through after playing some Rock Band 4 today, and I looked around, and... Uh, I think you guys can watch a uh, Ghost Ship. Ooh. I I fucking love this movie. Ghost Ship. It's I've so se- I know exactly what the cover looks like. I don't know that I've ever actually seen it. And I, I, all I can remember is slicey, yeah, slicey. And that my one of my most favorite scenes of all time. I love that scene. But mm-hmm. uh, you know this movie, it's fun. It's campy. It's pretty stupid, but it's, it's gory. It's got fucking Arame from Rohan in it, and uh, uh, fucking. I will watch it. That's Ky- I'm, Kaiser Sose's bitch. I'm down for a fun. Kaiser Sose's bitch is in that one, too. Nice. With Gabriel Byrne. Love Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel man. Byrne is. Yeah. You know, when uh, uh, Chaps and I were in Ireland, there was this thing on the news about a hit list that was being distributed in the north of Ireland for uh, known member, known associates of the IRA to be killed. This yeah. was, like, on the news. Gabe was and like Gabriel Byrne was in it. Yeah. Because his wife apparently was like an IRA member, spent time in jail and got out, and he was he stayed married to her the whole time. So it was like this whole thing, and don't even hear anything about this. Uh, Chaps and I went to Ireland during the month of Sir William of Orange. My dad bought me a ticket because this is what happened. My my father's like absentee father shows up and gives me a ticket to Ireland, and uh, my uncle calls me up and says, "I will buy you another ticket so you don't have to go alone." <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I get chaps to fucking commit to go with. We were probably 21, 20, something, right, early 20s. This was right after college, wasn't it? No, you guys or were still no, in we college. One more they were year. in college, yeah. That's right. It was the summer of like 2002 or something like that. Like yeah, 22, so, 21, 22. So we went and I found out why my father bought me the ticket. It's because it's the cheapest month to travel to Ireland because it's the month of the Most Sir dangerous. William of Orange. <laughs> it's the month where uh, there's. Clashes in the streets between Protestants and Catholics. I remember asking, "Hey, kid, let's go to uh, you know Belfast. Bel- Belfast. We were going to go to the north let's to go to, go to the Giants Causeway. No, the uh, the Orange Men March. Do not fucking go there. Well, yeah, the lady says at the bus stop says, uh, uh, "Do you have family in Belfast?" A- ask me specifically. <laughs> I go no. And she goes, "Ah, maybe save it for next time." Why? And then we we they they talked to us and they basically said. Um, because if you were wandering around in Belfast, here's the thing: is every street looks the same, but one street they'll throw shit at you from the windows. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like what we're doing right now. <laughs> so, you know, stay away. Is basically what we heard. So we stayed out of the north. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been fine if we would have gone, but still, you don't want to take that. We're having fun in when you're we're having fun in Dublin. Country, that was yeah. when we were buying tickets from Dublin. We decided to uh, delay our our departure and the uh the nice gentleman that ran the place owen was happy to yeah. have us i love that dude man <laughs> sorry about that man i didn't you'll be all right there friend yeah <laughs> there was a uh, <laughs> unspeakable entry in the fucking podcast studio ah. Ah. that felt good so there's a Sound clip from that movie in uh, Through the Eyes of the Dead, Bloodlust. It's the intro to their album. It's Ghost Ship. The first scene on Ghost Ship. Oh, it's fucking terrifying. But it's set to like a. You've seen Ghost Ship? Yeah, a long time ago. 
You know the fucking soundtrack. No, it's not the soundtrack. It's it's like how Cypress Hill will do some, you know, through the Valley of the Dead with Pulp Fiction, that yeah. kind of stuff. It's just a little sample of the beginning of it when everybody's going, <laughs> How'd they go again? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm tell- Dude, there's a new Tarantino movie coming out, and people are hyping it as I'm the possibly it best fucking movie of all time. I'm like, people are saying week. this might be his masterpiece. I'm desperate to see it. It's about the Manson family and fucking. I'm seeing it in I seven want- days. I want to see it. Are you seeing it with family? I'm seeing it with the wife and all of her staff. Okay, I don't with know. Staff. I want to go with your wife and all of her staff. Staff? Yeah, I, I like everyone Is my wife works with. They're all fucking cool. Don't fucking spoil for us. We'll maybe see it twice. I don't know. I'm down to see it. You guys want to see it? Is that Canelio's mother? Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Canelo Alvarez's mother. This is the director. Apparently, at the, all the fucking uh, film festivals it's played at, it's gotten standing ovations. It's supposed to be his masterpiece. It's about the Manson family. It's about the craziness of the Hollywood kind of lifestyle in those days. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be like awesome. what? Nine out of ten of his movies are amazing. Every single one of his movies. I don't know that he's made a bad one yet. He's, he's great. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, he's a crazy person who happens to be great at making movies. Dog barking! Because he loves movies. He's, he's like an Italian... Uh, um, he's a savant. He's a savant for filmmaking, is what he is. A really weird person. If people give him shit, they're like... He puts the N word in his in his work, and he's an asshole. It's like, do you yeah, know how crazy life. he you have to be to make what he's doing? That's some weird shit. You have to be super crazy. Because hey, I was really close to uh, Hateful Eight because you said you never saw it. Nope. It's great. It was really uh, close to being my pick. I, just... wa- I will. I would not watch that. It's Why? It takes forever to fucking. Anything. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. Kurt well. Russell with a big handlebar. Great. Awesome. Great Amazing. dialogue, great dialogue and tension between a former slave and a former general of the fucking Confederate army, and you never really know because one guy's just a murdering everyone that might have a dollar attached to their name. You just know that there's he this that Sam Jackson's character has murderous intentions on three people in the room for it's cash. It's awesome. It's great. No interest. He's gonna follow Django. Us up with did you see Django? Did you like Django? Was blah, 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 Unreal. Blah. Did you see Django? No, I don't fucking care. Did you see Django? No. And That's you're, a, you're turning into what you just were complaining about <laughs> earlier in the podcast. Django was truly Django was fabulous. I'm trying to get to. I'm sorry. There's just, a forty in the just, fridge. You want it? No. Go on. Well, okay. dude, rather than sit there and fucking resent us, make it flow along. I try. I try. No, but it's, it's okay. Fine. No, it's, you know what? It's fine. You just sit there. We haven't talked about Tarantino before. I don't know I'm why. just saying. I just I just mentioned it. That there's this big movie event coming out that could be the kind of generational big moment movie that's great to see in theaters and say you did later. I don't after, know. His after movies this are great. Movie, he's doing Star Trek. She's still planning on doing that, making a Star Trek, an R-rated Star Trek movie. That would be interesting. But at the same, I'm I'm interested in intellectual properties, new IPs. He's going to make up future uh, alien N words. I he's heard one of the greatest fucking dialogue writers of our time. Kill Bill Three is a possibility as well. Really? Yeah. Carradine's not available. No, it did, <laughs> obviously. But you know, think about uh, choke squirts. He, he he's too the, big on the choke squirts. Old choke squirts. Who's who was? Uh, <laughs> she was the the black lady who wasn't the black mamba and said I should have been black mamba. Not and then uh, it, her daughter. Think about her daughter. Uh, Jackie what, what's her girl? There's there's there could yeah, be the girl in Independence facets. Day, the hot one, Will Smith girl. In Independence Day. That was Jada Pinkett Smith, wasn't it? No. Yeah, no, that was Vivica A. Fox. Yeah, Vivica, Vivica Fox. Fox's daughter who watches her get fucking murdered right. yep. in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. There could be That's a spin-off awesome. of that. That's a theory. Yeah. Totally stuck. But I'd remember watch it. when she comes and kills Vivica Fox in the kitchen? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I do. That's her daughter's watching a series of fight scenes. Great movies. Yeah. He, he has all these great little chunk scenes. So, such a great filmmaker. The Inglorious Bastards starts with a like 15-minute scene of... of tension building about who knows what in a room there's dangerous consequences someone's dying Nazis Jews it's just horrible it's great you know a movie was really good that had Christoph Waltz in it that I watched recently was Alita Battle Angel Android Girl what yeah. <laughs> it's James Cameron Waltz? James Cameron I've never heard his, of it his latest movie that just came out on DVD never heard of it I, I don't watch even 
But he is. I'm very conscious of Turlet, very upset about getting to a point. Okay, let's do that. No, 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 it's fine. Can you slide one of these at me, partner? No, Uh, the green, big green Mickeys with the hornet. Oh, taking up the double time. (laughs) Hey, I... (laughs) What a dickhead. I don't have to work tomorrow. I had today off. I swept my sack off... I, oh, doing, I'm not complaining. I'm impressed. I want to stuff. see it happen. And it provides... Uh, Went to the know, pool. The next episode, we get to judge. Hey, like, give me, can give can me you finish some, it before uh, the end of the next episode? Give me a bitch-made version of what you just poured yourself. <laughs> a bitch-made one? <laughs> yeah, it's in the freezer. I haven't heard someone refer standard. to something as bitch-made in it's a couple in years, man. It's been a minute. <laughs> been a minute. What? No, it's in the freezer. Oh, the uh, the bitch made version of whiskey. It's I thought you meant just smaller version. I box Jameson. Jameson, folks, drink some. Hey, today. why are you fucking blowing us up? It's what? all on the. It's all on down low. Hey, nickel. I, I mean, I ain't scared. I don't drink the still reserve, but I'm on my second forty of Mickey's. Send him a dick pic. I don't know. He might think it's an anteater. For sure. Oh, does it have like an extendable yeah, like thick. inner like urethra? No, there's just four skin. Whoa. <laughs> Quite rich, Jimmy Dean. Yeah. Jimmy Dean sausage. Whoa! Real thick and Do you see the? Uh, do you know who Ken M is? Can you help me out, Antacle? Okay, I'm going to talk about Ken. <laughs> help me out just one second here. Okay, Christ. Ken M is uh, the world's best troll, uh, online troll. Oh, okay. One of the things it did was uh, respond to the uh, Jimmy Dean sausages Twitter account with. Um, I was just wondering if you guys could uh, possibly. Uh, Look into research and development on a dishwasher safe version of your sausage product. And then the response they went back to him saying, uh, Why exactly do you need a dishwasher safe version of sausages? And his re- reply was, Well, I'm getting older and I have arthritis, and it's just too much of a chore to do it in the sink. <laughs> This picture is an old man. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. and he says he says certain things where he just like is flippant about abortion or something in a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all no and people just reply with absolute horror at everything he says. You know, we've done the whole He's uh, just baiting people. Ace Canard thing on yeah. uh, on Yahoo Answers, which which I'm upset that that never continued. It's because so you need to sit down and work on that. You can help me with something like that. It just takes time. I can be creative, but I just need to be pushed. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, we gotta just gotta do it, man. You're just disappointment. You're just staring I, at me with disappointment. I right can't now. help it because because that shit was some of the funniest fucking shit I ever fucking heard in my life. There there are more times for that. Yeah, it, just, the baiting of people back in the old Megal days. Here's to you, gentlemen. Here's to me, Starlet. Back oh, in the old Megal days, oh, where it's like absent. Punch her in the cooter. I don't give a damn. White trash world tour. I was so hoping excuse me, bitch, was real. I forgot the one time I could actually fit something in edgewise is when you have your mouth full of liquor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, White Trash World Tour. Guys, this is a follow-up to a story we covered a couple weeks ago. Ham Tackle, you went down the rabbit hole a little bit of Bagel Guy. Now he has all this shit set up in advance. And hey, he's racist. But here, here this, is, this is your... You're right in your arena there, friend. Oh, my God. What's it say? Training with USC superstars Weidman and Iaquinta. Al Iaquinta, the Raging Cage. Angry Bagel Boss Guy training with USC superstars. Boy, are you familiar with the bagel, man? No. Here's the thing. Al Iaquinta, the guy on the left there, he's, he, he fought Nurmagomedov. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good fighter. He's a badass. He fights at 155 pounds. Look at him standing next to Bagel Boy. Yeah, he's probably 155 pounds. pounds. That bagel was me in fifth grade. No, no that, guy's a, that guy's 100 pounds. That bagel guy. Why is that okay? And he's Why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay? Who said that to you here? Nobody. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that shit up? So he's just an angry guy. Gets, you know. <laughs> well, my favorite Shall quote of his, though, in the last episode was, look, I don't. I'm not racist. If a if a black person steals from me, yeah, I call him the N word. No, it, it came. He's like, no. <laughs> he said, I got black friends, but you know, if one of them like you know steals screws me over, steals from me, yeah, I use that word. 
He's right in the wave, though, man. He's what? like he's on what? Howard Stern. He's done a bunch of other stuff, and it's all like he had a plan in advance to try to make things go viral, trying to be an asshole in public. It's really bunch of bullshit. And he's done it a bunch. He's done it a bunch. No, he has videos of him uh, with his own camera screaming at a pregnant black woman with a baby, like screaming shit like you ignorant piece of fucking trash and like. Screaming at her in a department store. Pregnant and her resting the baby on the Something like that. Like a child. Bike. Like a child with her. She's pregnant. Something like that. Anyways, it's horrible. He's saying horrible racist shit to her and shit. Horrible. And he posts this on his YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for joining us on Master Bass. <laughs> what an odd little man. Pull the ripcord on that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta be revisited. Uh, thank you for joining us. You can email us to the bastards at masterbastard.com. Uh, Funny thing about the Holocaust. Uh, that's where we're at, Master <laughs> Bastard. Facebook, Mas- Masterson McBastard or some shit. Look for the fa- Master Bastard fan-, fan page. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> something. Uh, why don't you put a big salty dick in your mouth and give it a suck? suck. We'll see you next time.